Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Conversations with Christopher. With world-renowned psychic, spiritual teacher, and healer, Christopher Reburn. Visit Christopher on his website at www.reburn.org to schedule a private reading with him, view tour schedule, his spiritual audio CDs, and much more. Whether you are a spiritual beginner or a spiritual warrior, Conversations with Christopher is geared towards your continued spiritual learning and development. And now, please welcome Christopher Reburn. Hello, friends, and happy, happy, happy Halloween. Welcome to my spooktacular Halloween show. Thank you for appearing. And again, I'm your host, Christopher Reburn. Welcome to Conversations with Christopher, wherever you are in the world today. Thank you for just being here. Whether you're catching me on the live show or if you're listening to me on the archive sometime later, hey, just thanks for listening. That's I appreciate you so much. Thanks for listening. So, thank you for joining me today. Show. We're going to be talking a lot about ghosts and spirits. Uh, we have a special caller, uh, call-in that's going to be happening in about 15 minutes. Someone's going to be calling in, uh, a friend of the show, someone that's been on many times before, who we love and adore, uh, who's going to answer the question, why are spirits so active on Halloween? That's going to be exciting. Uh, I'm also going to talk today why spiritual people, why so many people are drawn to Halloween, and many consider it their favorite holiday. And we're going to also explore various myths and misconceptions of Halloween. And And right after this live show is over, please go to my Facebook page because I'm going to be doing a brief Facebook Live to announce my November show schedule and when my next Facebook Live event will be. I'm also going to talk more about the spending a year with Christopher next year. It's going to be a wonderful opportunity. And I have a wonderful discount phone readings. Uh, the Halloween special is going on today. $50 off, $20 off, uh, half-hour sessions with some uh, Super Saver two-pack deals in there. So check it out at Reburn.org, www.reburn.org. First time in ages, I've offered a discount on phone readings. So this is the last opportunity those of you will have to speak to me on the phone this year. We've got about 30 appointments left for the year, and we're done. We're going to close the diary up after this special is over because we will have sold out of everything. So head on over to Rin.org to catch today before the run. Friends, thank you for joining me today. We're going to just we're just going to bounce right in here to the show and talk about a lot of different things, a lot of different myths, and a lot of parents are very concerned about uh, people who use Halloween to poise children. Do you know that Halloween is more dangerous for kids in a different way, though? Uh, according to various surveys and analysis, especially commissioned by the insurance company State Farm, Halloween is the deadliest day of the year for child pedestrian accidents. An average of six children die after being hit by a vehicle on October 31st each year. Compared with the average of two to three child deaths on other days, the message, if you really want to protect your kids on Halloween, drive safely, make sure that they're protected. 
make sure they have a guardian, make sure that they're properly attended to. This is no longer the time that we don't live in the age where we send children out alone to go trick-or-treating. So try not to worry too much. About, I mean, of course, there's the problem with stranger danger. Um, but there have been very, very, very few cases of children actually dying from eating poisoned Halloween candy. Uh, very, very few cases, in fact. Um Thankfully, so many times it's been caught in hospitals before any of the children ate it. And that's something that most hospitals still do to this day. They may not advertise it, but a lot of hospital emergency rooms will x-ray your candy uh, before your your children eat it. So check with your local hospital. Um, and most of them do offer that free of charge. Uh, like I said, it's not advertised. So check your local hospitals to see if that's, that's possible. Um, a lot of warnings about gang activity on Halloween, especially involving pit bulls and dogs and animals in the streets. Uh, baseball bats, knives, bricks, uh, poisons, um, hot, hot dogs soaked in radiator fluid. Um, people are, this is absolutely outrageous, um, specifically targeting pit bulls and also black cats. You know, this is something that I'm very passionate about. Um, this time of year, a lot of black cats go missing because young adults and crazy adults of all ages like to use them as Halloween props. Disgusting. So if you see a stray black cat, if you see a feral, please contact a no-kill agency. Please contact a no-kill sanctuary so these animals can potentially be rescued and, and have a life uh, that will that without abuse. Um, one of the most disturbing things that I read on the on the internet this year was October 31st um, is declared National Kill a Pit Bull Day. Outrageous! So we just have to. Um, we just have to be very, very careful. There's been a lot of stuff online. People said it's not true, but last year there was a lot of incidents. So we have to be very careful uh, with our pets, especially our pit bulls, our dogs, and our black cats. Um, I think another another myth about about um, I, I think another real real strong myth about Halloween is why um, is different things about. Uh, why light workers like Halloween, and some people feel that Halloween evil holiday and all this stuff, which is not. Um, in fact, that's some of the one, one thing that I wanted to to talk about a little bit. Um, Halloween, people feel that Halloween is satanic. Uh, I don't believe this is true. I, I don't believe this is true. Um, you know, one of the things I wanted to cover today. Uh, all, all the all the business about goblins and jack-o'-lanterns, and all of that comes out of of different demonic rituals of the druid and, and the people who lived in England at that particular particular time. But in in doing research, the devil was never part of of the fetals created by the Celts or the druids. Uh, they made sacrifices in honor of the dead, but those sacrifices more often took the form of burned crops rather than animals. And contrary to some reports, there was never, there was no human sacrifice. 
um, trick-or-treating has long been a central feature of Halloween, and you really can't have Halloween without pumpkins. So half the fun growing up as a child, I could not wait every year to plant a, to uh, carve a pumpkin. It was so much fun, and it's now these places you can pick up a pumpkin already carved. Let's not get too lazy, friends. Half the fun is carving, is, is just carving the pumpkins with our family members and so on. So, those of you just now joining us, you're listening to Conversations with Christopher. I am Christopher Reber, and I'm just so, so, so happy that you could join us today. Um, another reason why some people love Halloween is we don't have to have the pressure of making a big meal. A Halloween night meal can be as simple as you want it to be. That's one of the things that, that, that of course, we some of us appreciate. And all the calories, there's always lots of dessert. And it's something to go easy with um, it, it, because, you know, the diabe- not to be Debbie Downer, but the diabetes, the diabe- the, the, can't talk, the diabetic ratio in America is becoming more and more alarming. So we just have to be careful not to eat all the chocolate in one setting, even though we want to, even though we want to. Um, and a lot of us love Halloween because we can get kind of very arts and crafty. We can and dress up. I love dressing up, don't you? It really brings out the inner child. It lets the inner child come out to play. And it, what's better than that? All the times we were told to, to, to act like an adult, to be our age, we don't have to with those people. There's no, there's no problem in letting that inner child out and dressing up and just have what fun it was as a child to go trick-or-treating and all that stuff. It's, this is a time for all ages to celebrate the day. Halloween should not be just for children. You should use the passion of the holiday to get older. And uh, lots of family traditions, and, and you just have to know that. So don't, don't, don't stop loving Halloween. Um, there's a lot, of, a lot of people feel that, uh, that I've spoken to in the last uh, few days, people feel that they could be, that, they, that, that people are more open to being possessed by demons on Halloween. I don't believe that. I really believe that. Um, yes, there are demons out there, but they're so few and far between. You could investigate a thousand cases and not, not come in, in front of one demon. You know, it's just it's just the luck of the draw. You never know uh, when that's going to happen. But there's so few and far between. And almost any legitimate paranormal investigator or anyone within the paranormal will certainly verify that if you ask them. So, but we do have to keep our children comfortable and looked after on Halloween because sex offenders love Halloween. Sex offenders love to hunt on Halloween. So we have to be very, very careful uh, very, very careful about that. And it is a time when some, well, pardon the expression, it is a crazy holiday when some crazy people really go overboard. So like I said, we just have to watch children. That's all. We just have to watch our children and not let them get out of our sight. I'm a parent. We don't even have to worry about that because most of you are such wonderful mothers and, and fathers who have to play both both jobs and mothers who have to play both roles. Uh, so many of you do just absolutely wonderful. So we, I'm only talking to about the 1% out there, um, especially people that are lazy or too busy and really don't enjoy taking their children out for Halloween, which I can't understand. Remember back when you went trick-or-treating in Halloween? It was always such a wonderful thing. 
And I, I don't agree with parents who take the, 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 the candy away from the children. It's their candy. Let them eat it. Um, it's, it, it, it that was always so disappointing to me when I would go out trick-or-treating and then I would I wouldn't be able to keep the candy. I would get maybe a few pieces a week. So don't do that to your children. Just let them enjoy the holiday, and and then put them on a diet next week or something. Friends, you're listening to I'm I'm no parental figure, so don't take advice from me. You're listening to Conversations with Christopher. I am Christopher Reburn, and I'm so tickled that you joined me for our very first ever solo Halloween show. I've done this show many times before with special guests, but I thought, let me just go solo today. So I'm riding solo and feeling great. Thank you all for listening. And be sure to check out my website at reburn.org where you can check out my Halloween discount phone reading special. I'm offering some wonderful deals today on my phone reading sessions. And these are this is the last opportunity that you'll have to speak to me on the phone for a session this year. So Pick one up for you and your loved ones because they never expire, and they do make the perfect gift for people that really do have everything. Or if there's someone in your life that's really struggling, just maybe try that out for them. Everybody that I've ever talked to, um, most people have had a wonderful experience with me, and I have so many lovely clients that I'm grateful for. And thank you to the supporters. Thank you to my friends, loved ones. Uh, you're all my family, and I adore each of you. Friends, as we're talking about Halloween, the whole topic of ghosts and goblins and spirits and hauntings and paranormal investigations, this is the time of year where people like to get together and go to a haunted hotel or a haunted play, a paranormal playground, as we call them. This is the time of year people like to go to cemeteries and try to see ghosts and try to see different spirits are generally more active this time of year. And I know who is going to be calling in in just a few moments to talk to us about this very topic, our very special surprise guest of the day, who's going to be calling in in just mere moments. And I'm talking about best-selling author of House of Darkness, House of Light, the beautiful, the charming, the always relevant Miss Andrea Perrin, who's joining us today for about the gazillionth time in a special short five-minute segment to answer the question, why are spirits and ghosts more active on Halloween? Is the veil a little bit thinner? Without further ado, she's so pretty, she's so gorgeous, we love her with all of our hearts and souls. Without further ado, the woman behind the movie The Conjuring the best-selling author of House of Darkness, House of Light. You've seen her at sold-out lectures and conferences all over the world. She's very rarely at home because she's always trying to help other people live without fear. Ladies and gentlemen, please make welcome to, with the phenomenal Andrea Perrin. Welcome, my dear friend. And what do you think makes spirits most active on Halloween? Uh, I don't think that they're most active on Halloween. I think that they're active all the time. That's just when we try to connect with them. And so we're the ones that stir the cauldron, and we're the ones that build the energy, and we're the ones that reach out to them. But they're there all the time. And I don't think that there is such a thing as a veil. (laughs) I don't. And I I agree with you completely. Everybody has different opinions. Somebody had had emailed in those questions, and I completely am on your side, on your team, completely with that. Do you have a favorite holiday um, in our segment here, a favorite Halloween memory from the Haunted Farmhouse? Those of you that don't know, Andrea lived. And if you don't know, you must be living under a damn rock. 
Andrea lived in, in probably the most haunted any place in the world for 10 years. Did you have a, a favorite Halloween memory with the spirits at the farmhouse or since? Well, uh, in the 10 years that we lived there, um, you know, and as we were growing up, uh, our father would take us into town where there were a lot of houses because we lived in a very remote area. So my mother would stay home with a, you know, pile of candy waiting to go to the door the same way that we had in Cumberland uh, before we moved to the farm. And no one ever came to the farm ever in 10 years. So all that extra candy was always ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and and those are – go ahead. Sorry. No, no. It's it's just I have very fond memories of of Halloween, but it was always because we were – out together and, you know, running the streets of the village of Harrisville. And so, you know, we were right next to Bathsheba's gravestone and uh, we knew all the kids, you know, so it was, it was nice. It was uh, always a, a nice, we didn't attach it. I don't think we attached it to uh, our experiences going on at the farm. I think it was just a separate distinct holiday that, you know, and I always, um, that was my time always to honor the witches the ones that paid with their lives because that word was cast in as, a, as an aspersion upon them. And they were, you know, tried and convicted in the court of public opinion and then in the court of law and paid with their lives for being maybe a little different or going out in the woods or maybe being landowners or maybe being an independent woman that didn't need to be married. And, you know, that cost them uh, dearly. And so this is the time of year that I honor them. So they were treated wicked. so unfairly, weren't they? <laughs> yes, yes, terribly. So, you know, and mostly women. So unfairly. Some men, yeah, some men, mm-hmm. but mostly women. Anybody that posed a threat to the crown or to the predominant religion um, was disposed of uh, and unceremoniously or sometimes ceremoniously while crowds gathered to watch them, um, their lives end. And, um, you know, that's something that we all need to keep in mind, you know, not to be a, you know, Debbie Downer, but the fact is that, you know, where we now glorify witches in some respects, uh, they were once vilified and women die every day in this world because somebody says that, you know, they're uh, practicing the dark arts. I mean, it might be out of vogue to kill the witches in the United States, but it's not out of vogue to kill the witches in Africa. You know, so it's something that we should all consider. It's the reality behind, you know, the made-up holiday and all the plastic fantastic that, you know, we put out in our yards and we pass out candy and ooh and ah the kids' costumes. But, you know, there's real history behind this, uh, behind this holiday and behind uh, the the people that um, this holiday is, you know, basically commemorates. So that's the truth. <laughs> That is the truth, and we're sticking to it. (laughs) Happy Halloween, in fact, absolutely. Uh, Friends, you're you're listening to Conversations with Christopher. Joining us for just a few moments here is the wonderful Andrea Perrin. And there's there's my favorite book, my favorite trilogy, House of Darkness, House of Light. Andrea has released these phenomenal books on e-books. So those of you maybe just chilling out today want to read a 
some very, very good stories. This is not just ghost stories. This is a, a normal family that turns into a paranormal family. I can't think of any better books to read on Halloween. And let me tell you something. Once you start page one, you will be on page 1500 before you know it. So, friends, check Andrea out. Uh, her touring schedule for the year has, winding, has wound down quite a lot, but she's going to be all over the place next year, and these books continue uh, to be tremendously successful all over the world. Andrea has readers on every single continent. So please pick up a copy of House of Darkness, House of Light today on ebook. Start reading it today or get the hardcovers. They're wonderful Christmas presents. Andrea's already shipping box loads out to people for Christmas and, and celebrations this time of year. So I love you so much, Andrea. Thanks for spending a little time with us today. We're going to be back in November, you and I, to talk about myths and misconceptions of the paranormal. Uh, we're going to talk yeah. a little bit about that and People may think Andrea lives in a mansion. She's got millions of dollars. So we're going to talk about that, too. We're going to talk yeah. a little bit about what Andrea's life is all about. And then in December, something Andrea is very excited about, myself ex just beyond excited, uh, we're doing a show called The Farmhouse Ghosts of Christmas Past. We're tickled. We're excited about that. Two awesome shows coming up with a beautiful Andrea. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. Have a great rest of your show, and my love to all of your listeners. Thanks. And we'll see you again in November and December for our shows together. So enjoy the rest of your day, and thanks for spending some witchy-woo time with us today on Halloween. <laughs> okay. Love you, sweetheart. Bye-bye. Love you, too. Bye for now. The wonderful Andrea Perrin. Please pick up House of Darkness, House of Light. If you watch the movie The Conjuring, well, learn the truth behind The Conjuring. These books tell all. House of Darkness, House of Light, available on Amazon. Friends, thank you for joining me today. We still have a few minutes left uh, of our Halloween show today, so I just want to talk uh, a little bit more about some of the reasons why spiritual people are drawn to Halloween. And as Andrea said, yes, this is a time of year when spirits are not necessarily as stronger because they're always strong. But more people believe in spirit activity uh, on Halloween because of the, the way the holiday is centered. A lot of people fully believe and understand that the, this holiday is meant to appreciate ghosts, meant to appreciate the witches, meant to appreciate uh, all of the forefathers and for, for mothers. Uh, and many moons before us, you know, this is time to think about the history, uh, to think about the holiday. Um, this is such a beautiful holiday to enjoy. And it's it's a holiday, like I said, when you're really meant to let your inner child come out and play. Never have an excuse to let your inner child come out and play. And when anybody tells you to grow up, tell them something, you, something that I say on the radio. Uh, because you should never have to apologize for letting your inner child come out to play, especially on a holiday, especially on a holiday, any time that you want. I think so, many, so, so often we feel like we have to live up to society, and if we act a certain way, we could be deemed unprofessional or crazy. Well, it wouldn't be the first time, and it won't be the last, so let's get on board this crazy train. Happy Halloween to all of my beautiful listeners wherever you are in the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to me today and always. And, you know, one of the things that I've talked about as we open the show today um, uh, is, is, is just some ways to keep children safe. So that's what we really have to worry about. 
Um, I think that keeping the uh, costumes both creative and safe, um, make sure the costumes are not too long so children trip over them, and no clowns, please. I think we've seen enough crazy clowns this year. I, I don't think that's appropriate with all the problems with the, the 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 very disturbing problems with the clowns we've had this year and last year uh, i would think that would be the least in a, that one of the least inappropriate outfits to put on a child decorative costumes and bags with reflective tape or stickers if possible choose light colors um, I think it's it's uh, healthy to choose face paint and makeup whenever possible instead of masks because masks can obstruct a child's vision. So it's common sense, some of these things. Many things that go wrong on Halloween could be prevented with common sense and just some planning, uh, just a little bit of planning, and that's all you have to do. So... And it's it's just not worth uh, it's just not worth something bad happening when you can take just a few minutes to prevent a few things from happening. So those of you that are listening today, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Uh, as you take your children out for trick or treating tonight, make sure you cross the street at the corners using the traffic signals and crosswalks, and look left, look right, look left again when crossing, and keep looking as you cross the street. Put the damn phones down. Keep your hands, keep your head up, walk, don't run across the street. And I think it's very important to teach children to make eye contact with drivers before crossing in front of them. And during Halloween, I always suggest people walk on the sidewalks. If there are no sidewalks, walk facing the traffic as far to the left as possible. Children should walk on direct routes with the fewest street crossings and the most street lights and teach children to never dart out into the street. And if they don't do it because they're stupid, they do it because they're excited. They do it because it's Halloween. It's exciting. It's an exciting time to dress up and get lots and lots of candy. Any child under the age of 12, in this day and age, any, any child under the age of 16 should not be alone at night without adult supervision during Halloween. If children are mature enough to be out without supervision, they should stick to familiar areas that are well-lit and trick-or-treat in groups. And there should definitely be frequent phone calls to advise that they're okay every 15 minutes, every half an hour. No, this is not being obsessive. This is being safe. This is 2017 that we live in. Uh, have the kids carry glow sticks or flashlights to help them see and be seen by drivers. And uh, as a, even for all drivers, drive slowly and anticipate that there's going to be heavy traffic in residential neighborhoods. Turn your headlights on earlier in the day to spot children from greater distance. So those are some wonderful safety precautions. Most of the things that happen on Halloween that are bad can be prevented, just like I said, just by making some common sense. And if you feel especially connected to the holiday today, well, there's a reason why. A lot of spiritual people are very, very connected to Halloween, and for a lot of good reasons, because spirits and, and ghosts, they love to connect with us all year long, but I've always believed that spirits and ghosts do do absolutely are delighted during, the, during Halloween, because more people, especially non-believers, are actually spending more time paying attention to them than any other time during the year. So that's something to to 
to understand. And if you love Halloween and family members think you're crazy, that's okay. Let them think you're crazy. Because the more they think you're crazy, the more they'll leave you alone. So don't worry about what anybody else says. I think it's a beautiful day to celebrate your inner child, to celebrate the holiday uh, with some nice chocolate and with some candles and with maybe a, a scary movie on television. You know, there's so many different things that you can do to enjoy the holiday safely and even without even leaving the house. But if you have children and you're on the edge about taking them out for trick-or-treating, just take them out. Have a good time. Be safe. Let them enjoy the holiday. Uh, or stay home and make a nice meal. Um, create some games for your children and hide candy around the house and reward. Uh, there's different things to do. We're dead set about taking your kids out for Halloween. But don't be surprised if one day they hate on you a little bit because they didn't get the Halloween trick-or-treat experience that every other kid in the neighborhood did. It's good to be protective for our children, but we also have to let them breathe a little, too. We have to let them breathe a little bit, too. Friends, this is Christopher Reaper, and please go ahead and join me now. Hop on over to my Facebook page. I'm going to do Facebook Live. I'm going to go live on camera for a few minutes. It's not going to be too long today. Um, but I'm going to be announcing my November show schedule. Uh, I'm going to be announcing uh, a wonderful opportunity for you to spend the whole year next year with me, uh, learning and embracing your spiritual gifts and abilities, and lots of other things. Um, I'm going to be announcing the next day for my Facebook Live event, and so many more. So head on over to my Facebook page. That's facebook.com forward slash Christopher.com. Reburn. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-O-P-H-E-R dot R-E-B-U-R-N. You can check me out on my website also, the wonderful website I have, www.reburn.org. That's R-E-B-U-R-N dot O-R-G. I'm going to take a quick sip of water and then join me on Facebook Live. Friends, thank you for listening today. I send you a big hug, and I hope that you enjoyed our little spooktacular Halloween show and a big hug. Lots of love to you. Until next time, take care of each other. Come on over to Facebook and join me. I love you all.